0: Welcome to the Solution of Real Estate Podcast, where myself, Phil Sexton, and Jeff Seabach come to talk about ways to put the consumer first. And sometimes, Jeff, today's topic, which is, how do I find a mentor? I'm a realtor. I'm a real estate agent. I'm in the business. How do I find somebody that's going to help me in my business? And not just help me, but help me put the consumer first. And now, pre-show, Jeff told me that I remind him more and more of Mr. Rogers. So I feel like I should have some sort of, I don't know slogan. <laughs> so welcome to the neighborhood. Is that better than welcome to the party? Welcome to the neighborhood. All right, good deal. All right, Let's All right. have a talk. Okay. So
1: first I want to distinguish the difference between a mentor and a coach. Okay. Right. Cause you said, how do I find a mentor? Yes. Right. And then, you know, cause I think the, in real estate, just to kind of give us the, the backdrop on this is it's hard because when we come into the business, we are educated by a broker. Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, we're going that route. Well, that's, we just, I agree. I just no, don't, I think that people, I don't want people to be confused. Well, I think that agents, when they join a brokerage and they have a broker, they think in the beginning that that is a mentor.
1: Right. And I think that that is where I want to draw the difference is because um, in our world, you know, I always like to give the analogy, mm-hmm. you know, if you wanted to choose someone to teach you to do something. I, I always like to compare it to sports, right? Cause like the announcers are Charles Barkley, uh, one of the yeah. top 50 players ever uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny who won three championships and Kenny Smith who won championships, who excelled at their sport. And of course there's a guy that talks to them with them, but in the real estate business, forget me for saying this, if you are a broker, but, it's weird that how do you become a broker if you want to manage agents but what the challenge of it is is that brokers stop selling and they support agents and why would you stop selling if you were selling at a high level like like for instance we never chose to stop selling right like we because why would we become a broker? Because we would make less money, not more money. So if you had the capability of making more money, you wouldn't become a broker. Um, but only if you found a cap in what you could do.
0: But as you're looking for a mentor... I'm not going to just let you pick on brokers this entire time. I'm just waiting son, for you to pause. Well, you're I'm a son of a you broker. Pause. You're a son it's of okay. a broker. All right. I got deal. your back, brokers. No, and no they,
1: have, they have a purpose.
0: I think this is... don't. That's where I'm about to go, is that they're... Are people that we have talked to in this business that have multiple mentors? Because I got I could have a public speaking mentor, I could have a marketing mentor, I could have a risk management mentor, a la the broker, right? Like the broker mentorship <sighs> for risk management is real. Okay, yeah, except I just
1: call them my broker, not my mentor. Fair right? enough. Like, like Fair to enough. me, Jim Sexton was my your dad. Yeah. Was I didn't. I mean, I guess if you, you're also must be a fan of giving every kid a trophy when they lose.
0: Mm.
1: Like your son, when he plays soccer, should he get a trophy for participation? Cause that's like, but that's where the-
0: No, but I think, I guess, that, okay, fair enough. So you want to define mentor. Well, I, this is that's what I said is I want yeah, to yeah, define yeah. mentor. Like yeah. to me,
1: it's, yes, you need one, but it, you, it's already falls under your broker right like to me because the broker gives you a what at exp we get a mentor right mentorship right like it's okay
0: yeah you don't call him a bro you don't call him a mentor right no but you what is it called the mentor program is it not oh for a new agent for a new agent expand a mentee mentor program right but
1: because they already have a broker right like so the mentor is something that i mean
2: wouldn't they just have a broker
1: program
0: <laughs> and he calls me an SOB. <laughs> <laughs> At least my B stands for broker. I think though, I'm just trying to make my uh, point. Uh, yeah, 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 no, I agree. And, but hey, on, 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 um, sports talk, real estate radio that we have here. Okay. We can't, we have to debate, oh. right? Because I've got, um, Marge Lindsay, for example, she's like a, she's still, I still view well, her as
1: a mentor. Okay. She was my
0: Binzer n- mentor yes. she was the best at, like yeah all right so and because we have different answers on where you find a mentor slightly different answers. obviously i think that um in this industry it is it is good to establish to, to develop relationships with people that do things different and better than you right and okay. i think that those people become mentors if you like i didn't set out to have Russell Shaw be a marketing mentor. I set out because I wanted to, because he worked down the hall and I just had a relationship with him. And then it evolved into a relationship where then I started going to him with marketing questions. And he then I met his wife at the time, Wendy, right? And Wendy became a business mentor of sorts that we still quote. Even though I wasn't necessarily looking for a mentor, I was looking to establish relationships with people that did respectable things that I wanted to get to. Right. Good deal. That's my definition.
1: Mean, no, I, I mean, to, I guess I don't even know what the definition of mentor is. To me, it was just, I was looking, to, to me, how do I find a mentor is what you said is first thing, I look for people that are doing things that, and have achieved things that I want to achieve true
0: i actually let me give you uh let me build you up here Sivak. Oh boy you're oh comes. i would argue that there are people and i know it because we've been told it that listen to this podcast and say thank you for your mentorship
1: well cuz it's free cuz coaching is paid that's the difference really I don't, I don't that's the only difference is if you're accepting um guidance from somebody and you you know take notes and you do all the stuff like uh, and it's to me because mentorship just describes a dedicated relationship to listening and executing the things that they give you, versus just like I listen to Gary V and he's not my mentor. Right. Although I listen a lot because I'm not like it's it's not. I mean, tech, is Gary V a mentor? Is uh, our bald-headed friend that's really good at marketing is Seth Godin? Seth Godin <laughs> is he a mentor? Right? <laughs> no, because what it is is um it's he a, doesn't yeah no, no it's well what it is is to me what designates a mentor is that you meet with them on a monthly quarterly or yearly basis okay. makes the definition
0: of being more you know <laughs> you can't be a stranger you actually have to have a relationship yes
1: right so yeah. well, we what well, we we have a relationship with the people we talk to so it's that's
0: certainly gray area yes right, right. right? like um yeah, but sometimes, I mean, like when I think about the class that we taught this week in EXPs. I am world. odd if
1: they think that we're mentors and we we want to be that way. So no, yeah,
0: well, yeah. We, our goal in doing the podcast is so that we can help them in their business, which I think if you have a relationship with somebody that helps you in your business, then that could be defined as a mentor. Although I don't look, I don't think of listeners as mentees. I just think
1: that but the mentor usually knows a lot more about the subject. In, no, a subject and gets to know you. As well. Got it. Right? right. Like to me, you know, because of you, you text Russ, he texts you back, he sends you interesting photos, <laughs> right? Like, there's <laughs> that, that sounds like, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a funny surgery. He's a of guy. his head, and he said that to you. That was weird to me. But okay, 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 sorry. That was
0: a gnarly scar. But yeah. anyway, um, I think of actually one of your mentors, because I back to what I was gonna say, in our in our session this week, in the Seabuck home selling series, right? Our eight week session that we're doing in for the EXP agents there. We're on week seven and it's um, talking about intangibles and accountability. And we told stories about three mentors. And one of those mentors was a past client, not even in the industry, but yet they were a business mentor for you. You paid him though. So did that make him a coach? Am I maybe? Missing. No, I mean, that just,
1: that, that, when I wrote him a check, it made me, he had to be one or the other. I mean, a coach I think of is a more committed like it wasn't a contract for a year that he was going to serve me. So I I gave him more of a mentorship because I did learn. I went to him to learn from him. And that's essentially the beginning of a mentorship is, you, you know, I was like, you sold a company for 120, more importantly, not selling a company for 125 million but he netted out 20 plus million. Yeah. I was like that guy's good. Like I I, I want yeah. to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. I want <laughs> to have a relationship with that guy. Yes. yes. Right. Well, cuz I I find that too often in real estate and why we're having this podcast is that people um too often um mispick their mentorship. Okay, right. I think that too many agents listen to people that are not successful. It's kind of like how I, I goaded you to come work with me. Right? Because you were um, the director of marketing. Yeah. And somebody might have had you as your marketing guy. And I'm like, well, you never paid your family off of the success of your marketing. Now you do. Yeah. Right? So now you're now you're good.
0: <laughs> i think that we should renegotiate my salary on here. <laughs> um uh the other one that i was thinking of though is that sometimes like uh, when i think of todd booksman okay also a mentor even though he's a lender well but i didn't at the time think of him as
1: a mentor he gave me game-changing advice yes that and he pushed me which Led them because the thing is, is mentorship has to have some accountability into it. And that's where the relationship with the, you know, the JB. audience is kind of, I mean, JB, because he came to our training, actually, we are tied to his success. So we're truly vetted, because we want JB to sell so that EXP hires us to train more people. Um, so that's a lot closer in that, relationship because they it's a committed relationship they to coming back to us they ask us questions we give them feedback like i i mean i i think that's definitely what you know in the mentorship does a
0: mentor mentee relationship have to always be a win-win is that a piece of it as we're defining it because, well to me it goes for jb he i mean let's say the jb comes to the coaching program and then he ends up tripling his business next year win-win because now it's only a win-win win hack- if he
1: sends us a check from his profits.
2: Oh, <laughs> no, uh-uh. not. At I'm teasing. GXP I, I hack- was kidding. It's okay. A right, joke. Right, right, it was right. a joke. Do we have a laugh track, Adam? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: okay, oh, oh, but the win-win is that like, I think about the relationships that you have. I mean, how about this? Do you think that there was a win-win for Todd Bookspan and helping you grow your business? Yes. Yes. Undoubtedly. Do but I not Tim, not Tim porthouse, except you paid him directly. I know I mean okay well Russ Russ gave me a a graphics program and he literally said to me the only reason why I'm giving you my license for this is so you can teach me how to use it
1: (laughs) (laughs) no but 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 Russell was putting on his classes I went to those classes we built a relationship through the because we went to the same mastermind group and then um he would well but he did it for his ego build. I guess that was, that's okay. We okay.
0: do, we do things for our ego. What do we, I mean, there's things we do for ego as well. Okay. Not yeah. just because we enjoy it. Really? Yeah. No, okay. like, there's actually a piece of giving back that brings satisfaction in your day.
1: Well, I just think that the industry of business has, you know, the giving too many people want to give back when I don't know that they should be givers.
0: There's no, there's no laugh track needed for that. Right. Like. Uh, <laughs> Well, no,
1: but the thing is, is even when I look at the coaches in the business.
0: They shouldn't be they, givers.
1: They shouldn't be givers. Some of yes, them should not be yes. givers. So I'm, the, the, the talk today is about them being more critical of who they allow to be their mentor. Because mm-hmm. if it's not clearly that you got a distinct advancement from the
0: relationship, I don't know that it was a successful mentorship. I mean, okay, you, so if you're a new agent in the industry, do you recommend then that they reach out to the top producer in their office and take them to lunch? Uh, no, okay. I don't actually. Right, because right? uh, that guy's busy and he's
1: going to say no. And then what? Did no, you no, no, I know. I You should always try. I got no problems with it. You can't learn enough. I, like to me, it's like, um, do I want to ride a dirt bike? OK, so when I'm six and I've never ridden a bicycle before, should I be interviewing? There was a guy. There was a Kawasaki driver when I was a kid. His name was Carmichael? Jeff Bubba Stewart. No, Jeff. Good. Does anyone good.
2: in the audience know Bubba
0: Stewart? Okay. Bubba Stewart's legit, right? James Bubba Stewart. James Bubba Stewart, right? Like I didn't, I mean professional me, dirt bike rider that wins wins races, right? One of the best. One yeah. of the best. Okay, yeah. So all right. So, so The six year old isn't gonna go take him to lunch to figure out how to ride a dirt bike.
1: Yeah, it's just he's like, gonna get on the bike, right? Like to me, the thing is, is early on because there's there's in, in real estate. Really, until you can get through the, I'm going to call it a hump because we some pe- see people sometimes not make it over it. Yes. Is that you can start to sell a couple of houses. Yeah. Really, you just need the broker and you need the, like to me, the, uh, you know, I, the thing is, is. They haven't learned that they have to take notes yet, so they have no chance of learning of keeping any of the knowledge that we give. <laughs> well, then they it's need like, a mentor to tell them to take notes, <laughs> right? But they're not going to listen because they're <laughs> Asians. <laughs> oh, oh
0: I'm right, jaded. Right, what's the T-shirt? Write less down is what the T-shirt's going to say, and then underneath it, in the like footnote of who said that, it's going to say nobody ever. <laughs> That's okay. That T-shirt's on okay. sale now at somewhere. Yeah,
1: no, I think it's here's the thing is, is it's kind of levels of mentorship, meaning early on, yes, in that case, we'll go with the brokers, their mentor early on. I think that they should have somebody that at least has sold 20 to 30 sales as a mentor in that early. But the hard part is then that person wants to remain your mentor. And the really the reality,
0: and that's where I wanted to get to with this conversation is that you need to move on from that relationship. I think that, um, part of one of the reasons, one of the points that I want to make in this conversation is that you don't always need to have a formal relationship to have a mentor. Agreed, right? Like you can go and ask somebody, you can have a relationship with somebody that you bounce a few things off Uh of that turns out to be one of the most impactful eight conversations that you have in your first five years in the business, even though there wasn't a mentor mentee relationship. Okay, Like I've called people mentors before they looked at me as a mentee. Like I don't need, I don't need to be their mentee even yeah. though they were my mentor.
1: I was, where I wanted to go with this conversation today was kind of speaking to the, I mean, because the the period of time that we went through from 2012 until 2000, when did we stop interviewing people? 16? 16. Okay, so that four-year process. I mean, even I, in Inman,
0: we had targets and that was like
1: yeah. 18. Okay, so that I want to talk about that because I think that that was massively successful, right? So to me, but they weren't mentors. Correct. Right. So what Phil and I did, if you want to come in close. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that the way that we targeted, because the, the challenge is, is that I think that people can fail because inside a mentor, that, that person has limits. and And I think that, you know, to me, I don't know that one person is going to have everything that
0: you need. No, right. I agree with that. You actually want to find somebody that is like one level up. Well, uh, yeah. Or two and then levels up. Two, yeah. two levels up. And then when, and then you got to find somebody new that right. is one level up or two levels right. up. And it's not.
1: But I just want to talk about the strategy that we were using. So what yeah. it was is when, when Phil and I joined, I had begun the process of um, interviewing elite agents from the top 50 in my, in our marketplace and then I tried to strategically pick them based upon their area of special T's. Right. Right. And
0: area of sales. Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. No. Because so... we weren't always meeting. We didn't I mean in order to get the meetings, you couldn't be competing with them on listing appointments.
1: We specifically targeted outside of our competition range. So that we could actually get real, true information. Because the challenge yes. is, is, that when you do this, you interview the guy that, you know. You lost to.
0: Right. Like, hey, will you be my mentor? Yeah. No. <laughs>
1: well, no. Or he's like, sure. But then he doesn't share or she doesn't share. Probably her. Yeah. No, just kidding. Yeah. No, but, um, but the, it's harder for them to give you everything because you're competing with them.
0: Yes. All right. So uh, I'm going to take a turn here that I didn't, I didn't prepare you for it. Uh, how about we ask the audience if they got any questions first before you continue talking. Oh, hold on. My wonderful point I'm about to make is going to come after this commercial break. Let's, okay. Let's All pause. Right. All right.
2: Are you an agent in the Phoenix metro area looking to join an elite team to help expand your business to the next level? Agents that apply our strategies grow their business by an average of 300% in their first year with the CBOC team. If you're interested in learning more about our leads, training, and marketing strategies, visit sibach. slash careers today. That's S I B as in boy, B is in boy, A C H. dot com slash careers. And now back to the solution.
0: And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging on there with oh, thank us. Thank you. That was a good commercial. That was we lost less, no one. That was great. Less yeah. funny than oh, the last. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no laugh track there. Okay. But um, yeah. Ask the. What were you gonna ask the audience yet?
1: No, I just want to know if they have any questions or comments or any challenges they have. Are they reaching out to trying to find a mentor?
0: What's the chat say there, Adam? Um, Miguel says, "Okay, this means that I've never had a, a mentor." Interesting. Right. So that good. Thanks for coming,
1: Miguel. Um, we encourage it highly. Right. Like yeah. to me, the thing is, is it's good to have a relationship with someone that. Um, And the challenge is that not all it's hard because sometimes they'll only do coaching, right? Like to me, Oh, I got got another um,
0: curveball. Now I got two curveballs for you. But
1: Miguel, uh, to me, it's just, um, what, what, what neighborhood, what area do do you work in?
3: On the west side of Phoenix.
1: Okay. So, um, roughly how many houses do you sell a year? Uh about 15. Okay. So where do you go when you want? I mean, I'm a do you next year would you would you like to sell 20 or 25 or what's your goals for next year? My goals for next year will be at least 25. At least 25. Okay. So where are you getting the advice other than our relationship here to help understand the things that will challenge you? Things that were growth areas. Like where are you getting that knowledge now? You're trying to get it through books? Are you trying
3: to listen to CDs?
1: Or uh, sorry, podcasts?
3: What do you mean the, the growth areas? How are you going to know what to focus on to double your sales? Well, i am been mean, trying uh, different ways of advertising. Uh, what I, what I, what, what, what I helped me three years ago, it doesn't help me now. So really? I've been okay. trying different ways. Where do, you, where do you get? Okay. So
1: give me an example of advertising that you didn't do the year before that you're doing now. And then tell me how you came across that idea. Well, the first time
3: three years ago, I had never advertised before. So, so not good. I rep. From a, from a title company, supposedly taught me how to advertise on Facebook. And I spent $30 on the targeting. When I was doing the targeting, I find out groups. So I became member over 300 groups. Wow. So I start advertising chess on the groups and I was getting at least one to two deals a month, just on my ads, free ads. What kind of groups were they? Just normal groups for any kind. I mean, like
1: the like the, like the like the the um, cancer support group or the you the, know the Dachshund owner
3: group.
0: Yeah, it could be any anything anything. That I, it could be? What is it? What is what is an example of a group that you joined?
3: Most of them were for for uh, community groups, sales, advertisements. Um, and I be, and I was searching for groups on Peoria, groups on Glendale. So, so
1: like Litchfield Park Homeowners Association was that a group, something like that? Yeah, there's there's groups like that. Okay, but was that groups that you advertised to?
3: Yes. Okay, good. Right. But he said he said free.
0: So then you would go in those groups and you would post
3: like I'm a realtor. No, you, you 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 will join. They ask you in you know, a couple of questions, so they accept you. Once you, you're accepted, you can
0: you can advertise. Oh, so then you pay for the ads to show up in that group no. because you're a member of the group. No, it was free. Oh, so it's not an ad. It's
3: just you posting who you are. Oh, yes, it's like, I was uh, just I was just posting my my information.
0: Got it. Got it. I've actually been seeing some people these days post things like, hey, are you a small business in the area? We'd like to support, post a link to yourself down below. Hmm. Okay. I haven't seen that one yet. Okay. okay. But go on. Just continue. Yeah. You were saying, okay. So, so you put these ads in that was
3: working for you and it stopped? Yes. I was, the first year it was great. The second year I started getting restricted. It was uh, a day restricted two days. The worst, it was two or three weeks. So I was like, man, what what, what should I do? And I start asking people, supposedly experts, and they told me, basically they catch up to you and they want you to pay. So I went back to targeting and all, well, last year and part of this year, I've been doing target and probably why didn't you just pay, why didn't you just pay if it was working? No, at the beginning it was, I, I, I didn't, at the beginning, I didn't try target. I tried once and I learned, and that's when I found the groups and after they, they started restricting me, I went back to targeting. Targeting versus the groups is less than half of what I'm getting on, on clients. Okay. So, spending money now. All right. So the, more important, back to the mentorship idea though. So you went to
1: a title rep and they taught you that it started to work and now it didn't. Now you, where did you go to try and
3: find new advice? Um, no, I'm just, most most, most of them are being title reps and the mortgage reps. Um, like they've been telling, telling us to do videos.
0: Isn't that interesting? Yeah, well, I know. I, I think that's very
1: common. But yes. uh, to me, my challenge is that title reps don't actually do the marketing themselves. Like to me, I don't like receiving that advice that we I see mostly from Target contradictory to the Todd Bookspan example. Yeah. But most of the time, unfortunately, they're giving the same advice to all of your competitors. Yeah, pretty much. And that's not a, that's why I think what happened is they probably overloaded those groups then because they recommended seven, 10, 20, 30 people to do it. And then they crossed each other. And then it, now they, like Gary V said, marketers will wear anything out. And then it it ended, the success ended just like email now, right? Like the email marketing is a tough, unless you're email marketing to
0: realtors, it doesn't work. <laughs> um, marketers <laughs> ruin every form of communication as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it be a t-shirt right
1: so i'm glad you came
0: yeah thank you're, you're you you're exactly who
1: we're, we're looking for because to me it's just um my recommendation is actually for you to find someone that's you know and you can find it from your title company is find out who the or go to do you use the crawford report no okay because the crawford report has a, actually you know what if you send me an email to jeff at seabock.com I'll I'll take a picture and then I'll show you who the uh, elite agents are and then reach out to, because the idea is that you, as you build relationship with somebody, they start to give you a little more um, quality information is what it is.
3: Okay. Versus
1: versus somebody that's given, because the problem about title and mortgage are, they're, they're not actually, doing it themselves and that's my argument is that why would we listen to them when they're not doing it right like they're just saying i heard this from somebody i heard like and if
0: it was so successful they would do it themselves
1: no actually if it's so successful the person would not have told you about it
0: oh all right so let me ask you that back to my oh do you
1: understand that point though i absolutely understand if, if if the title person said well my my friend the agent does this and is really successful at it I'm sure that they didn't share all their secrets if they were successful with the title person because they knew that they were going to then because the title and mortgage people give out
0: all the ideas to okay. everybody else. All right, all right. So, so tell me then how being an agent owner of EXP Realty has changed your opinion on that. I'm
1: I have a vested interest in wanting because now I own a piece of EXP. I have a vested interest in helping everybody sell more houses because then my stocks did go up because I'm buying a shit ton of
0: it. Isn't that an interesting take on the mentee mentor relationship though? Where like now the well, advice it's, given it's, it's, is different because no, there's a, but even well, you know it though. When
1: we went on the coaching program, we're giving
0: it like, as I'm with like, you. But what you just said was contradictory to that. That's why I want to make sure that you, under, that you at least make the point. Well, you got to understand the motivation of the person
1: and the skill of the person giving it is where I'm at. Yeah, there's, Cause the harder pr- thing is to me in a mentorship is I want that person to have, you know, fought the war not the somebody that watched the war happen and said describe like to me, the problem yeah. is is there's too many people that watch things happen and they want to tell you the way it was versus if you interviewed the guy
0: that, that actually did that
1: it. actually did it. He'd be like, oh no, I actually made a left cause of this, not cause of that. Although from the outside, they, because they don't know. They don't know.
2: It's JB. Hey, um, so you guys, obviously, if there's a financial incentive, like you're describing for EXP, it totally makes sense for you guys to commit. But you're talking about going out to the elite agents in your market or nearby or just out of the area. What's in it for them? What's in it for the mentee? Because if I'm going to divulge the family's jewels to, to someone... Tell them how I do marketing, how I solicit new clients, how I do better at open houses. Why? What? I I do not understand entirely what their motivation is. What well, the mentor's motivation is? Is that what you mean? Yeah. The the mentor, right? Not the mentee. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, Good. the thing is, is we were just reaching out to them to just say, hey, I wanted to, you know, do you have a chance? Do, can I just buy you a cup of coffee or a thing? It was not.
0: We had to buy them lunch. That we was, that had a bu- was, yeah, first of all, that we, was one of the We always bought kind of them event. lunch.
1: So at least they were getting a free upscale lunch, JB. Um, and you would be surprised how many agents will take a free upscale lunch just to chat. And right. they come in a defensive mode, which we expect. Right. So we have to prepare better questions. But the reality is, is that's why if you're a newer agent, you're not going to get the meeting. You have to be at least at a level. And our pitch was to them, um, we're growing because
0: they're not. We, we they're, were good at things that they weren't good at. But, but That's our pitch to them. Right. Is that we're going to share with you. You have
1: to have a skill that is, you're, you have to first, because to me, it's why you can go three levels up Cause they're not as intimidated by you. Cause we were interviewing at the time we were doing 18, we we're doing 20 million. And the people we were interviewing, we were doing 60 or 70. And it's kind of like Zillow was not afraid of open door for the first three years. Like once they got to a mass, then they were like, okay, that's a competitor. Now we're going to, you know, what I mean, it's the same, but you have to have something that you're offering them. That's of I mean, to me, it was really just uh, one, you know, there is a thing in the real estate that they want to give back. And as long as you show that you're a good human I think and about, that you're trying hard, and that's why it's key to target people outside of your immediate composition zone, because they'll help you out if you buy them lunch and like, hey, I see, the thing is, is you got to feed their ego, JB. Oh, my God. We, our title person said, cause remember, we went down and interviewed a gal that was a blog, she was a blogger. Yeah. And the reason we went to interview her, cause she was getting listings from blogging and she was really gaining steam and we fed her ego super hard and we had a chase her to get, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like you text these people and they go, Oh, I'd love to meet with you. Like you got to chase them. Like they're a lead.
0: Well, yeah, we're in sales. Yes. So you have to sell, right? But we, I was actually also thinking of there, when
1: you're are doing we talking the, about, are we answering your question, JB? Um,
2: yeah, sorry, I was on mute. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, this is the key. I, I'm not afraid to approach anyone to ask the question, but there's horse trading involved. And, and um, so you guys, relatively new in the industry, 2012 or whenever this was, you're going to the top 50 agents. And what were you trading? We, well, we were good at internet marketing. So okay. we were converting Google pay-per-click
1: leads and they we we figured yeah. most of them were, weren't. The but one in the Southeast Valley, we just never competed against them and we were growing and she was growing
0: and
2: we just, trade we, notes. we just
0: said, let's just trade notes. Yeah. Got it. But we had somebody that was in Manhattan Beach who wasn't doing the same level of business that we were doing, but they still had nuggets, right? When you're doing, even when you're doing 20 million, you, I mean, like JB, I know you've got nuggets that, there you may look at something a little bit different than we look at something like there's still things. Yeah. Different processes. And when you come to the table and you are able to present or or dangle carrots to us or like say things that we want to know more about, then we're interested in having a conversation. You know what? Yeah. Let's share listening to presentations. Uh, I mean, here's, here's a nugget.
1: The thing is, is you got to have a stat or two that's gonna wow them. Like ours was, last year we converted 15 million in internet leads and we'd like to share that with you, right? Like there has to be, or maybe you're like, you know, I won 90% of my listing appointments last year and I would like to share it with you. If you give me an idea about how you farm, right? Like something that you have, you know, I I double-sided 12 deals last year. I'm really, you know, I'm really good at sign calls, right? Like, you know, or just whatever you, you have to be good at you're, you're, you're a good agent, you're, I mean, but you have to know your stat, and then you have, to, you have to get it to a sellable point, just like you were trying to sell a buyer or a seller, but you're committing that agent that you, you're dangling them a carrot of, I'm good at this, I'd like to teach you as long as you, they
2: teach you back. Yep, that makes sense. Awesome. Good I love that question. Thank you for the, yeah, that was a great, yeah, that was awesome. I feel like we actually got there with that
0: question on the title of our podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, well, the, the thing is, is sometimes 30 minutes in, we need the audience to say, and the th- reality
1: <laughs> is, is 30% of them are not going to respond to you. Right. Yeah. And you have to make it easy for them. It's and, just like leads and you can't ask them during the height of the peak season. It's usually better in the off season. You do got a dangle. Like we, well, you, you know, you got to kind of, follow up in a right way, or you leverage, like to me, the two relationships that you would love or three relationships that you would leverage is your brokerage, right? Cause our first mentor was Russ and Joanne Calloway and they were at your dad's brokerage, right? So yeah. I, re- I leverage Phil's relationships to get in every door. Cause as soon as, cause his dad had a ton of respect in the Valley and we leverage that relationship of his father. is like, we're both with John Hall. Like you have to have something or to me, you would just go to an event where they're going to be and then hear them speak and be like, Oh my God, I heard you like, you know, and don't ask them for lunch at that moment, but just, Hey, can I, I wanted to ask you a question. Oh, Hey, well, can I buy you lunch? Right? Like,
3: I, yeah, no, so but, but, but the
1: point is that the, the title relationship that you have instead of Miguel asking the title person, see, ask them if they work with any elite agents that they could then uh, talk to, right? Like, cause they are like, oh, you know. No,
0: but okay, let's give them another one. What? I think they're good, they understand what you're talking about there. Or a lender, yeah. But when it comes to the conference, when we were going to the conferences, we would uh, what look he's talking up, about, when he says conference, we're going to Inman's conference Inman or whatever. I don't care what conference it is when you're going to, but a real estate related conference and you can look up people that are going to be there because they were either, I mean, in our case, there was people that got nominated as one of the most innovative real estate agents in America or one of the most real innovative real estate teams in America. And so we would look those people up. And we would target them, target them.
1: We would go, we would introduce ourselves. We would try and make rapport with them and then try. And then we would just buy them a drink. I mean, hopefully next year we'll get back to going to conferences, but that was a very successful way to meet. Cause the thing is, is out of, um, out of out of area easier. They, they share free. I mean, there's more details, right? Like there's more and more details that they will share because they know you're not competing. They give you the, all right, I'll give you this one. And they're (laughs) they're just
0: these little nuggets that come across that you don't know at the time how valuable the
1: sentence is. Let me
0: give you the nugget.
1: Wake up and be great. Oh, yeah. I mean, so we're going to the conference and this guy at the time was on his way to be great. What was his name? Mark Spain.
0: Oh, yeah. Mark Spain. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So So he's now ranked in the top five of agents in the U.S. for volume. Right out of 1.4 million, he's reasonably decent at this. He's great. He is. He's great. great. Yeah, Yeah. he's great.
0: Dominant, right? Like
1: I think they did a billion, a little over a billion.
0: So he's nominated for most innovative real estate sales agent of the year. We're nominated for most innovative real estate sales team of the year, or team, whatever. Yeah. And we we both lose, right? Yes. And I'm at the bar next to him. We're ordering our loser (laughs) drinks, and I said. Ah, well, maybe we'll get him next but year. But the thing
1: is, we knew
0: that he was still
1: great because we looked it up. We were, we educated oh, ourselves, right? Right. He's yeah. A he's killer. a, he's a killer. Yes. And he was just out drinking in the, the main Contra area. And when he walked up, you went up and, go and ahead.
0: And I said, you know, ah, maybe we'll get him next year. And he looks over at me and he goes, wake up and be great, man. Wake up and be great.
1: And I'm like, that's fucking dumb. Oh, sorry. I apologize if your kids are listening. But I was, when Phil came back and I'm like, what did he say? And he's like, wake up and be great. I'm like.
0: And we should have t-shirts that say wake up and be great. Yes. <laughs> I mean, now we say that. Right? Yes. Like wake up and be great. Right. Cause he, it was more. It, like, was, it was gold. Even though when you hear it for the first time, you're not like, oh my God, that is gold. But when it sinks in, when you, yeah. start, when you get back home and you're like, that was it. Yeah. Is we, he now my mentor? No, but that was gold. No, right? we wrote
1: it down. We yep. wrote it down. We went home. And thought about it and thought about it. And I'll tell you. And here we are three well, years later it, still talking about it, it. It's about funny. It. Well, even just to transcend it into another industry, you know, we usually don't do it is I was listening to sports radio and they were talking about Kyler Murray, the quarterback for the Cardinals. And the analyst said, he's got to learn to be a professional that he has to be great on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, not just Sunday. Like he has the skill and the acumen, but he's got a, he's got a counter with no, being ready for them to be great on the other side. And then he has to be able to, he has to up his game. And that's when we really just started to execute at other levels of like, okay, this is a war and it's a
0: war of attrition and we're going to win. Nice. All right. Last, last curveball that I'm going to throw your way. I think I know the answer, but would you consider do, do our team members look at us as mentors? We're their coach. Okay. They're paying us so uh,
1: the answer is yes i mean to me when the um agents you know that i guess have the average agent that joins our team grows by 300 percent their business after one year
0: i hope it's a coaching relationship
1: it's a coaching relationship they're paying for it but it's still a mentorship
0: i think that i think that you know any you know because they come to me with i mean back to the original thing that we started with is that you don't need to, it's not like you need one mentor, right? You can have multiple different mentors for different subject lines because they ask you questions about comps and they ask me questions about anything other than comp, like not realtor questions. They ask me more marketing questions, website questions, mailer questions, database questions, tech questions. Yes. Whereas they need- Well, you're nicer. You're nicer. Fair enough. But mentorship in a sense. even though yes, we are coaches. No, we're, yeah, we're both. Yeah. All right, questions- Comments. Thank you guys for coming out today. I'm gonna say thank you. And if there's no comments from the audience, our public zoom room, if you guys are listening on the podcast and you want to join our public zoom room where we've got nine people on the screen with us in this virtual pandemic that we're in these days, you can go to seabock.com, our website, click on careers. And there's actually a link at the bottom. You can type in your phone number and we'll send you a text message whenever we're going live. And if you're listening to this podcast, and you think that we're doing a good job
1: mentoring you, we'd love a review. As many stars as you want to give us, we'd be glad to get them. No, 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 no. We, we want five. We, okay, we want five yeah, stars. Right? Gonna, give I, us five stars. Because yeah. we need them, right? Because <laughs> yeah. we're trying to get yeah. the word out. Thank you for listening.
0: Awesome. Thank you,
1: David. Good to see you, man. Good you see, see you, face
0: Adios, guys.